0: Welcome to The Crunch, episode... Uh, Is it 60 today? Maybe. Or is it 59? Hold on. Please hold. Anything. Please hold. Welcome to The Crunch, episode 60. It is your boy... Sore Throat Ethan, a.k.a. Apostle.
2: And I'm Stuffy Nose Patrick, at Catholic Pat.
0: We're the Sick Boys, and today we're going to bring you the Sick Cast. The sickest cast you've ever heard, filled with sick jokes, sick memes, and sick boys. Strap in and we lock sneezed and load. On
2: the podcast, what? Sneezed on the podcast, and the podcast got sicker. I'm sorry. Let's keep going. Come <laughs> on, Patrick. I was I was on a roll,
0: and you you stopped me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gosh darn it. You um, threw
2: off the emperor's groove.
0: I'm sorry, sir. Um. So today, today is Saturday. It's Saturday morning. We rolled out of bed bright and early. It's 11 a.m. It's not. It's not bright and early. Uh. But we wanted to. We wanted to get up and deliver you, the listener, the freshest content we could. We could imagine that we could create out of our own mind holes, and and send it to you through through the tubes um of the internet. Is that right, Patrick? I'm just giving out our mission statement. Is that is that accurate?
2: That's, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Cool. That's dude. like what we voted on at the board meeting.
0: It, it is, is. It is. Right. Um, the board meeting being just you and I, um, and uh... Jesus. Yes. It, it was. It was an adoration, and we all voted, and we all said, "All right, um, stay stationary in a gold mansions if you think that this is a good idea for the podcast." And, <laughs> And Jesus voted in favor of us, so uh, I think we've got, a, we've got a good thing going here.
2: <laughs> um, how, was your, how was your weekend so far? I know it's not over yet, but how was it?
0: Yeah, um, in, in true, true uh, Ethan, Ethan style, I was at a party last night.
2: I was at a party last night, too. No
0: way. Uh, my friend Joe Malone, uh, very strong listener of the podcast, frequently sends me text messages of quotes that I forget that I've said. Um, let me just give you, let me pull up some examples real quick, but Joe, um, great guy turned 21 this week. So we, we celebrated for him. Um, and we just had a good time. We played some, we played some water pong. I danced, I sang, um, I drank, uh, water. It was all very responsible. (laughs) It was all very healthy. I had several fun size three musketeers, um, But it was good. Apparently I'll at some point, at some point on the podcast, one of us said Herbert Hoover the Vacuum Boy. I don't I don't no, remember that. That was probably you. That was probably, probably me. Um we said forever is a very long time. <laughs> some of these it some of these like when you read them, it's like what? <laughs> I think I asked Tommy, do you remember the tweet that conceived your baby? <laughs> so sometimes he'll like send me these things that make him laugh out loud and i'm just my personal favorite i've also
2: been in love with your wife since i was 13 oh
0: gosh Uh, i remember that one you're never
2: you're never living that one down no
0: that one was the best i do not i do i do not regret that one at all
2: uh yeah you're right that was pretty funny yeah
0: so shout out joe happy birthday thanks for listening to the podcast and reminding me of all the stupid stuff that i say how was your party
2: it was pretty awesome. I went for the reason why I went to the party was because I was on duty and got called <laughs> to the party because the fire alarm went off. Um at the at our student center, there was this big Sadie Hawkins dance happening, thrown by one of the households. I'm upset that Great. I was
0: not invited.
2: Um yeah. Um I wasn't either. Oh. And it's sad. Yeah. Is there
0: a reason I why never... you weren't invited, Patrick? Did you have a prior so, obligation or
2: Oh um well my girlfriend oh uh, there it is
0: (laughs) Patrick Nevy girlfriend boy
2: that's right folks so (laughs) that happened um and so my my friend and I were both of them were in the same household (laughs) his girlfriend and my girlfriend in the same household they went on retreat and so we were going to go to the Sadie Hawkins dance together but I was in line for the Sadie Hawkins dance and my friend texted me hey Patrick you're on duty and I was like oh crap and so I run Mm. and then i got called back to the dance later because the, the the household throwing the party the servants of the savior great guys they uh set off the fire alarm somehow some somehow the fire alarm got set off and the so party I was, was just
0: it was just too hot it was flaming it was too hot everybody and was on fire
2: security like wasn't called which was weird but they called
0: patrick so you know like yeah, every, everybody I got was there safe first. yeah
2: and so I'm in, I'm in there, and, like, there's no fire, and so they're just trying to figure out how to turn off the darn fire alarm. And they turned off the fire alarm, and everyone went back in, and it was four minutes until the party was over, but they played We Didn't Start the Fire, and then shoddy <laughs> fire burning on the dance floor. It was great. Wow. It was so funny. They're like, welcome to the Sadie Hawkins after party. It was really funny.
0: I think but anyway. this is all just a lesson that if you attend school at Franciscan and you have an emergency, who are you going to call? Patrick Nevy?
2: Pat Nebby. uh
0: so if you if you have an emergency maybe you've tripped you've fallen and you can't get up there is a fire um, a drug related emergency um, you have a cat that you don't want but you want somebody else to have <laughs> uh, just give a call to seven eight five two five one three nine eight nine and we will make sure that Patrick um, responds to your emergency not necessarily in a timely manner but within the month so
2: it turns out that Chica was a boycat Chico Chico now mm-hmm you saw the tweet i did see
0: the tweet (laughs) i don't know how you missed the the member of that cat
2: listen it it's It's like the first thing you check
0: for on on animals
2: i looked for it and (laughs) it wasn't there it's a kid i looked for it i wasn't about to go
0: i don't know i don't understand the anatomy i don't know this i don't understand the do cats just do does it not appear on them until they're of a certain age like does it just pop out or like how does that work i'm
2: not sure but like it has to come out at some point. That's what I'm thinking. Folks, if, you, like, if you
0: understand cat anatomy, please send us an email because this is something please, that is please, deeply troubling us. to me personally. Yes. I need to know when the cat is – like I need to know.
2: <laughs> my friend felt around for it. He's like, yeah, I, I found it. It's a, it's a boy cat. And I was like, listen. Your friend was just
0: feeling around the cat? The <laughs> what, what was your friend doing? Why was he doing that? Checking to
2: see if it was a boy. Apparently he knows how to find out if they're boys. And he was like digging in the fur. Oh, what? Looking for...
0: This is a a weird podcast now. Let's move on.
2: (laughs) Wait a second. Yeah, wait. We can't put this on the air. Kids listen to this podcast. We
0: can put this on the air. Um, This is is the veterinary podcast with Ethan and Patrick. Um, Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) We got a topic today and I want to throw down on it. Patrick, what do you think?
2: And it's not it's not it's cat not cat, cat
0: related it's not a garfield monstrosity uh, so fear not <laughs>
2: um you just told me one word
0: yeah what, that's what so we did last week I'm so i think i feel like we can just do it again this week and it'll work
2: that's true since you've given me one word a one word topic i am of course overly prepared for this podcast oh good
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> i i feel so like why don't
2: you just why don't you introduce that one word, and we'll go. Okay. We'll
0: just, we'll yeah, sounds talking. good. Sounds good. So the one word, for those of you that are on the edge of your seat, the one word is glory. Um, And I've been thinking about the concept of glory and what glory means um, all week in several different contexts. So the first one, you might have seen a tweet that I made, like a couple – it wasn't a very big tweet, but it was earlier this week, and it was all about how – um. Oh, shoot! I don't remember it now, but it's all about how if we give we give glory to God, if we understand that we are incapable of doing any good, right, like on our own, because God is the fullness of goodness, right, and anything that is good comes from him. Um, and we have to understand that we are instruments of that goodness and it doesn't stem from us. So we, if we understand that we cannot do good on our own, and that we give glory to God when good does happen. And if we take full responsibility for the bad things that happen and say that was me, that was my own sinfulness, that was not God doing that, um, then that will like revolutionize our trust in God. It'll revolutionize kind of our faith life and our, our simplicity in in how we respond to God working in our life. Um, and ultimately, it will provide kind of an an eternal and an everlasting reward because if you're constantly glorifying God then that prepares you for the eternal glorification of God in heaven. And so that kind of idea um, that I've been thinking about of giving glory to God has been something that's been on my mind all week. And just in the small things I've been like, as I've been walking to and from class and all of that, I've just been thinking of the things that were good. Like, okay, yeah, I I paid attention in class today. Or yeah, I I got that homework and I figured it out. Like all glory to God. Like that was great. Um, And if the things haven't haven't been going well, like, oh, I didn't get a good grade or, I was late to class because I overslept and all that stuff. I go, you know, that was me. Like that's my own sinfulness. And it's like something that I add to my list of things that I, you know, need to go to confession for and like address with a priest, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I've been thinking about like the concept of glory and I just want to dive into it a little bit more what glory means, like us giving God glory. Like what is the definition of glory and how do we do that in every aspect of our lives? So what what are your thoughts, Pat?
2: Well, I actually um, was talking right after we recorded last week's podcast. I was kind of meandering around the school we were sleeping in. Like you and do. And I walked up to my friend.
0: What? I said, like you do.
2: Like you do. Yeah. And I walked to my friend. And we just kind of had this conversation. He and I have these deep conversations all the time. And I was talking about something that I experienced in prayer a little while back. And I experienced this like realization that in heaven all glory is given to God forever. Mm-hmm. And then I thought that like of all the, the glory that I receive on a day to day basis, even the small things that like shouldn't really get to me but do. And I was like that that's going to end and it's all going to be to him. And I realized something about myself, I was like, I'm not willing to do that yet and i was like kind of have this like moment of oh no <laughs> oh yikes like i'm not willing to give up certain glory and give it to god or i'm not i'm willing to give glory to god as long as i get a piece of the pie
0: ah yeah you know
2: like that's that's where i kind of am mm-hmm. but so i i realized in heaven i i get no piece of the pie like i share in god's glory fully and no one ever gives me glory ever it's all straight to him Am I, am I able to do that? And I was like, right now, I think no. Wow. Um, and when I when I said that to him, he he did he did remind me. He's like, it's not like you don't have any glory. It's like you still you have the fullness of any glory that you have as a creation and like as a as a immortal soul and all that stuff. He's like, you share in God's glory, which means you share an intim- an infinite glory, but you can only receive it if you're willing to give up the finite glory that you have on Earth. And I was like, well, that's the problem. <laughs> I don't know if I'm able to give that up entirely.
0: And I think this ties in perfectly with uh, kind of a Bible verse slash Bible passage slash Bible section. that
2: Slash Bible. Slash Bible.
0: Slash Bible the whole Bible we're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> that we did in our Bible study this week. And it was so cool. It was, this is in John chapter 17. um, And it's verses 20 through 26, for those of you that kind of want to follow along at home. But right smack in the middle of it, um, it's Jesus talking, and he says, um, I'll I'll just read a little bit of it. I pray not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and I have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are one I and them and you and me that they may be brought to perfection as one that the world may know that you sent me and that you loved them even as you loved me so that's like really long and um you don't really need to listen to all of that but the most most important part to me is and I have given them the glory you gave me so like God gives Christ glory, right? Like the fullness of God's glory, Christ has it, you know, because Christ is God. Um, and then Christ gives us glory, and then like you're saying, it's like that finite glory, and the best thing we can do with that finite glory is is give it back to God. You know, like we could we could keep it for ourselves, and I'm not I'm not trying to like own you, Patrick or dunk on you or anything, but like. Here when you when you try to hoard that glory, when you try to make it all for yourself, that's where pride seeps in. That's where a lot of you know pretty deadly sin can come into play, and like ultimately could lead to some very bad situ- situations uh, eternally. I'm not trying to say you're going to hell, Patrick. I'm just saying like that logically follows. You know?
2: Yeah. And I so,
0: mean, like that. Let's
2: we'll stuck out? Go okay, ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. All right. What stuck out to me in that passage was when Christ says, you love them as you loved me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's insane. Christ is God. Mm-hmm. The Father loves us as much as he loves his image. That's insane. His son? And his only son? Yeah. That should be glory enough for us. That should be glory enough for me. Um, like, the, the the love of the Father is so much more infinite than the love of... Because Glory on earth comes from other people. What it is is it's it's admiration and love from other people. And why would why would I desire that even over God's love? You know, it is it is stupid and it's not rational. It, It comes from concupiscence and sin and pride and all that stuff. But and and there is there is something to be said about love and admiration from other people. It. It's a way that God shows his love for you, but you can't, like... I guess what where the disconnect is for me is that I I need to see it as love from God and not from people. And then I need to give that love back to him because it's his to begin with. Any kind of glory that's on earth is from him. I kind of just contradicted myself. Hold on. I'm trying to think through this. Yeah, hold on.
0: Okay, I'll, I'm here. I'm waiting. <laughs> All right.
2: Okay, so... Any glory that's on earth is from God, so when people give you glory, they're giving god is God is loving you through other people when they give you like praise or admiration or something uh-huh. um, but when you see it as a purely earthly thing, like when you see it as oh, this is a person giving me glory, and I can receive glory from people on earth alone, then you're going to only look for glory on earth and then you're not going to receive the fullness of glory in heaven from the Father, yes. Did I explain that well? Yes, okay.
0: that's good, and that like Thanks. ties into what I just I just looked up glory on the uh, Catholic Encyclopedia, Ooh. Um, and so that it splits it up into two different categories, which is like theologically defines it as divine glory, which is it, it's all about God and it has all these like big words about what does it mean like God's glory and what is that, and then it has a section at the bottom that says human glory, which is kind of what we've been talking about, and that's like when we have qualities, possessions, positions, achievements, um, that are, that are good and people honor us for those things. Right. And then it says, you know, when does the, this desire of glory for those good things become perverse and it gives three options when one seeks renown because of something not really worthy, when one seeks the esteem of those whose judgment is undiscriminating, when one desires glory before men without subordinating it to righteousness, so I think those three things really encompass like what you were talking about when when seeking the glory and, and wanting the glory is is, is bad. It's let's like, like put
2: those in simpler terms though yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the first one The first one is sinfulness,
0: right when, like, when one seeks renown because of something not really worthy, like, "I yeah. killed someone, look at me, I did it good, Glory me, you know yeah, so that's bad um obviously like that that one's pretty easy to see like why it's wrong and then when you seek the esteem of those whose judgments i'm discriminating like why like searching for judgment from people that i mean it pretty much just seems like anybody besides god you know because god's judgment is really at the end of the day the only one that matters you know yeah um i can't think of anybody else whose judgment would be quote undiscriminating I don't know.
2: That's a good maybe someone who's like really really righteous.
0: Yeah, like your like a spiritual director or your parents or or something like that. Yeah. Like that would make sense. Um
2: Actually, I would I would say that I would say that a human being guided by the Holy Spirit would be able to discern yeah what is worthy of glory.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um so just like reasonable like looking looking for the esteem of people that you should be looking for esteem of and not from drug dealer Joe down the street. Not that Dark Dealer Joe is bad, but, you know. Um, he needs the Holy Spirit. He needs the Holy Spirit. And then the last one is when one desires glory before men without subordinating its righteousness. So that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning is desiring glory um, from other people without, like, giving it over to God. So, like, if you're desiring glory and you are wanting it for yourself, you're saying, like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a good person. Like, I'm up on stage. Everybody look at me. Best Catholic speaker in the world, Ethan Stevie. And I take that all for myself. <laughs> Whereas if I desire glory and I get glory from men, from other people, and I give that all to God and I say, thanks be to God, glory be to God that I'm able to do this and share this with people. Um, and it's not about me. Like there's, there's a difference there. And so kind of in situations where you want it for yourself, where you want it, you want, you know, good judgment from people that, that don't deserve to give you glory and you, when you want it for something that doesn't deserve glory, those are kind of the three situations, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, I can see, that, like, my struggle is more with the third one. Mm-hmm. It depends, like, like how's so? Glory without Where without that... subordinating it to the Father. It's just not my. It's just not my. Uh, my first reaction is not to subordinate it to the Father. That's,
1: mm.
2: and that's something that needs to be changed. It needs to become virtue needs to become instinctual it doesn't it shouldn't be something that um you have to think about first and so i think that my i should work on my instinct to be this glory belongs to god first instead of like when people say something stupid about like not stupid that's my other instinct is it's just to say them, tell them they're stupid um <laughs> something something about like Patrick's oh, a like people Patrick. person folks you're <laughs> Your tweet was really good, or your tweets are so funny. It's like, okay, I must be really funny. And it's like, I'm great. (laughs) Yay, I'm great. (laughs) Um,
0: But that, here's the thing is where I think a lot of people get stuck is that, like, it doesn't mean that those things aren't true.
2: Yeah. Like, you are funny,
0: and you do have good tweets, even though I will never retweet you. Um,
2: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You favorited one of my tweets once, and it was the best day of my life. Uh, I was like, wow, so this funny. must be a good
0: one. I love it. Um, <laughs> this whole episode is just one big retweet of each other, um, or the whole podcast is that. So one. it doesn't invali- – this is important to note is that giving everything over to God does not invalidate the gifts and qualities that you possess. What it does is invalidates your claim to those gifts and qualities you don't have those anymore you don't you don't get them they're not yours they're they're for god they're god's they belong to him and i understand that it can be hard to kind of give those up and say like what i worked really hard to cultivate like this gift this like this hard work this this business acumen this um sense of humor you know whatever it is that you've that you've done that you've spent time and effort on and that is something that you hold dear to your your personality and to who you are and what people know you as. It's hard to give that up, but really, like, what did you do to to get that? Like at the at the end of the day, you're here, you exist, not because of yourself. So yes, you might have worked hard to make that happen, but everything that you are is not is not is not yours. It's not your doing. It's not yours. Yeah, yeah. It's God. Yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone
2: can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product
1: experts.
2: it's a it's a th- it's a it's a thin line we walk like oh we 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 do good works and it's like yep we do mm-hmm. um works we only do them because of grace we receive from baptism and revelation we receive them private prayer and like strength that we've been given by the holy spirit there's literally nothing that we do that is our own um and i think we all know that mm-hmm. like that's like down.
0: something that we get told for forever from the from our all the time yeah all the time and then do we know it no <laughs> i actually understanding yeah. it and putting it into practice is something that doesn't happen very often so like i i kind of ex- talked a little bit about like putting it into practice do you have any ideas of maybe what you could do or like things that are different from what i said that like people could say oh i can do this like i can make i can glorify god via well, X.
2: like like i said it's 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 about recognizing, um, a, doing something instinctually takes time. I feel like virtue isn't, should be instinctual. It shouldn't be something you have to think about. But like, you'll have to think about it at first. I'll have to think about it at first. And when people, when people give me glory, I just have to have the strength to recognize it in that moment and then immediately turn it to God and just practice doing that over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and it helps to know when and where I'd be getting that praise and admiration so like i i do stuff like uh, i hosted a talent show at franciscan and so i was like very prepared for people to tell me what a good job i did and i was very prepared to give that glory to god and i think i did a good job i'm, I'm not entirely sure but i think i did a good job um other times it's not as easy you're like so like if you play sports and you like are really good at sports and you know your coach is going to give you a big old pat on the back afterwards and you're like i need to remember to give glory to god and it's not always necessarily the tim tebow like Pointing up, sort of deal, Mm -hmm. but it's more of an interior movement, and that's that's sometimes harder to do because it's harder to point your soul upward than it is to point your finger up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, I've I've talked about kind of my humility before, and how you know when people compliment me, I was always like, nah, I don't really am not that, and instead I just say thank you. I think that's that's like a first step. I think to this kind of idea, like if I wasn't doing that, if I was, so if it was. A year and a half ago and people were telling me um oh ethan you you know you do a great job you're so funny i love i love what you do whatever and i was and i was still saying oh no i'm not that funny like i'm not that great you know whatever um it would be much harder for me to make the leap from that to giving glory to god for everything but because in the middle i had this this kind of revelation where i would say thank you and be honest about it and like I think a first step, I think something that especially our generation struggles a lot with is not knowing how good they are. And I think it's hard to give glory to God with yourself if you don't know how good you are. There's there's such a low self-esteem in kind of our generation, our age group, where people think they literally are trash. Like we see jokes on Twitter all the time about, oh, I'm garbage, I'm this, I'm that, and the other thing. But that is indicative of a deeper reality within our within our generation, within the people that are are our peers, that they genuinely don't think that their qualities are good or that their traits are good. And how can you give glory to God if you don't have yeah. anything good about yourself? And I think that's that's one of the issues that we have to get to first. And I kind of saw that in myself is that, okay, I am funny, I am good, my podcast is good, whatever. I have to say thank you when people, you know, say something about it instead of denying it. And I don't yeah. I think most people aren't even at that step. Of, of acknowledging how, their goodness.
2: Yeah, the the big the big joke, uh the big the big goof whenever someone's like, Oh I listened to your podcast has been like, why would you do that? Don't do that. It's like <laughs> But that's uh it's it's what it is it's another layer of irony to cover insecurity. My apparent insecurity which stems from pride Mm, i mean mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. insecurity stems from pride i don't know about you guys but it's like insecurity just comes from like um thinking that you're the best and then being proven wrong over and over again and instead of uh, instead of being humbled you just become insecure yeah yeah (laughs) um and that breeds jealousy and all this fun stuff that you have to work out before you die Mm -hmm. um but yeah no, it's just saying just saying thank you and, and being appreciative because like that that's i think that's what i've started doing was like just when people say hey i listen to the show it's like thank you because i really do appreciate it and i whenever people compliment me i do appreciate it and i i think that i do give glory to god in certain instances and like it's easier to do with the podcast because the podcast is about jesus
1: mm. right mm-hmm.
2: um it's harder to do with, like, the talent show or, like, yeah. with my tweets because not all my tweets are about Jesus. Or me on Facebook. People tell me I'm funny on Facebook. I don't understand.
0: That. I don't um, – you're the only person I know that actively tries to be funny on Facebook. Did you know that? I,
2: it's, an un, it's an untapped market.
0: It's, but it's that's, been tapped so many times.
2: <laughs> that's the thing. It's, it's like,
0: like we went into a forest, right? Facebook started yeah. up. We went into a forest, yeah. and we sucked out all of the maple out of all, all of, the of the trees.
2: Life. All of the life.
0: All of the and, life out of all the trees and Patrick is still there punching spigots. No, no, no,
2: no. I moved over to I moved over to Twitter. Remember this? I moved over to Twitter mm. and I stopped going on Facebook for about five years. And, he, and you know what? I picked up I, I saw the the the, the, the forest oh, that had been ravaged. Okay. And I saw that fertile soil had once again come to the land. And I, like Johnny Appleseed, oh, took no. my bag and spread the apple seeds. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Keep it going.
2: All over the land. Yep. More. <laughs> just call me just call me the Johnny Appleseed boy. Some of the <laughs> seeds fall on fertile soil. Some fall on thorns.
0: So we're doing some a Johnny Appleseed Jesus combo right now. Is that what we're doing?
2: There's multiple interpretations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh gosh, I think
0: I think we made our point more or less. Just overall, yeah. Don't you think? I I mean I can't. I if you're one of those people out there, and you think you're no good, um, listen to both of us. You are good. You are great. You are amazing. You want to know why? Because because God gives you glory. Because Jesus gives you glory. And you have you have. You have God given glory within you, and you have God given talent, and you have God given beauty, and that's true. Like for for each and every one of you out there, so don't so don't so don't go walking around saying, "Hey, I'm no good, I'm bad. Hey, I'm not actually good. <laughs> you are good. Know it. And to be fair, Own the
2: coronation it. of the King of the Universe was on a cross, yeah, and that was his greatest glorification. So. Your glory isn't necessarily going to be made manifest on earth, and mm. if it is, it's harder for you to get to heaven. That's mm. the thing. Mm. So, I mean, like when someone humbles you, accept it and kiss it like Jesus kisses the cross, and own it because, like that'll that'll get you to heaven faster than yeah earthly glory will. <sighs>
0: cool. I love glory. Let me of humility, folks. Litany of humility. Litany of me of the crunch. <laughs> we should do that we should write one of those no no we know we could we should do it
2: hey ethan where did you land on our christmas episode
0: why <laughs> did you text me about a christmas episode in early november
2: because that's when you have to start writing he, folks he doesn't know patrick doesn't know.
0: patrick wrote a script and texted it to me and ex- i don't no, know
2: i wrote an idea i don't I know you, there, were, there were there were different boy.
0: there were different parts there were lines there were characters. I two there were character. De- yes, there was the character development. King. I don't care. And then <laughs> the I said, and I just said, what? And then he said, wait, do you not get it? And I was like, yes, I get it, but why are you texting me? <laughs> are you texting me about a? Why are you texting me about a Christmas episode in early November? We've got months to figure that kind of stuff out. Um, but note, <laughs> but note that we have we have a Christmas episode in the works. If that's something that uh, makes you quote unquote jolly. As they say. As they say. So oh, let's
2: gosh. let's wrap this up because I got a volleyball game. I was too.
0: trying to and then you introduced the whole Christmas episode thing.
2: I needed to say it. Ah. It was like burning in my mouth. Uh,
0: oh. Okay. <clears throat> well good. So thank you all for listening. Please no, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do that yet. Um we've got we got a lot going on. Um we haven't done Crunch of the Week in like two weeks, so if you could just give the whole uh like wrap up deal while I find a crunch Crunch of the week.
2: Okay, yeah, w. sure. So follow, you can find us on Twitter uh, at Bro Postle for Ethan, at Catholic Pat for me, yours truly. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Ethan Stevie or at Patrick Nevy the third. That's I I I. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash The Crunch, www.thecrunchcast.com. Um, we are also on uh, on LinkedIn. So yeah, if link, link up
0: with me if you're interested in forging a business connection with your favorite yes. podcaster.
2: <laughs> I'm not on LinkedIn, i like. I I am. Everyone keeps telling me to get on LinkedIn. What's the, uh,
0: what's the phone number and why does it exist?
2: I don't know the phone number, but it exists for you to call us in. Call, call in at the number that Ethan's about to say. 785-251-3989. In order to leave us a message for the monthly mailbag, and guess what? It's a new month, and so we're definitely going to be bringing back this beloved tradition of the monthly mailbag that we've been doing since we started the podcast, folks. The whole time.
0: Yeah, we love the monthly mailbag. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions and questions and concerns on that voicemail box. So please call in. This this Crunch of the Week comes from Meme5Life, and it's like a dig at me. It's four star review. <laughs> it says Ethan, Ooh. drink a cup of coffee before recording. Pretty good otherwise. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Am I not high intensity enough for you? Meme five live. I will. I will literally inject uh, caffeine straight into my veins if that's what you want. Um, sorry, sorry that I'm sorry that my podcasting is not high enough caliber for you. Four stars. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> whatever
2: all glory to god all glory to god all glory well, um, all
0: glory to all glory to mean 5 live because apparently he knows he knows what good podcast is he
2: knows I
0: don't hey, so salty he, no it's fine <laughs> I get it I don't I didn't want to no it's fine I don't care
2: listen now you know how I feel when your friend said he didn't like my pirate's hat story I was so, I was livid I was so mad it
0: wasn't a good story
2: <laughs> it was a good story how dare you
0: and then I saw some people in the store and we said Pittsburgh and then I walked away <laughs>
2: Phoebe laughed, but
0: to be fair, <laughs> that's true. Never mind. All right, <laughs> cool. Um, thanks for listening to us talk about glory, Patrick. You got anything to tell the people? I got nothing. All right, thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitter.